1: Teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo. Here's Chris.
0: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joints. 1027 here on this Tuesday. Thanks for listening to the second hour of our show. Friends down in Franklin County in the Winchester. Huntland, Cowan, Deckard area. We appreciate you guys listening in on WZYX. We have a fantastic segment set up for you. As we didn't get a chance to talk about this on our show yesterday. We did get to talk about it with JP on Front Porch Sports last night around 5 o'clock. But really excited to kind of dive into The North Carolina hiring of Hubert Davis, something that we kicked around some names, uh, including Vanderbilt's Jerry Stackhouse uh, on this show and other shows and on the station. But um, on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, joining us today is Raleigh News and Observer reporter C.L. Brown. Mr. Brown, welcome into the show.
2: Hey, what's going on? Hey, CL. Long time no speak. Um Yeah,
1: man. How you been? <laughs> um,
2: man, it, it would take a full show to to catch you up, but um appreciate <laughs> no you. Doubt. Appreciate you coming on with us. Um looking at your article prior to, from prior to the press conference yesterday. Um Headline: Hubert Davis to make history as UNC's first black men's basketball coach. Um, You know, when Roy Williams announced Thursday that he was going to be stepping down, I think the general idea was that this would be a quick search. Did you think it would be this quick?
1: I didn't think it would be this quick. And I, I really didn't have a full, uh, full grasp of how Bubba Cunningham was going to play it because, you know, they're they're facing a $30 million budget shortfall because of COVID and not being able to uh, sell tickets and and all that kind of stuff, like like a lot of athletic departments around the nation right now. And so you wondered if that was going to weigh heavy into, you know, him feeling like he needed to hit a home run on this hire and, and bring somebody, you know, in from outside who was a proven winner and could hit the ground running here um and, and get them back winning big and, and you know winning soon. So I, I wondered how much that would factor in, but really that played no factor because the overwhelming sentiment from from past players uh, at Carolina was that it had to stay in the family in, in that respect, Carolina's like the mafia man like, they want somebody who traces back to the old country, which is essentially somebody who played for Dean Smith. Um, and, and that's why uh, Wes Miller from UNCG, somebody like that, was not was not the person that they, they chose to succeed uh, Roy Williams. Uh, that That's why it set up well for Hubert. And I also think that Roy Williams himself uh, endorsed Hubert. He, he recommended a lot of former players, but the person that he endorsed I think, was Hubert Davis. And and ultimately, that's what the athletic director uh, took to heart.
2: You know, how many other serious candidates do you think there were, or do you think it began and ended with Hubert?
1: Well, I know he did eight interviews, um, all again, all pertaining or or having some kind of link to Carolina or Roy Williams. Um, for instance, he interviewed Jared Hoss from Stanford who didn't play at Carolina, but played under Roy at Kansas and was an assistant his first six years when he came back to Chapel Hill. So you had those kind of candidates, uh, Jerry Stackhouse interviewed, um, uh, uh, who am I leaving out? Wes Miller from UNCG interviewed King Rice, who's been at Monmouth for 10 seasons, uh, former point guard at Carolina. He interviewed. So, former so Vanderbilt you, assistant. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Under, under Stallings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I I think that Hubert probably was the front runner all along, but I do think Bubba wanted to hear everybody out and, and just make sure there wasn't uh, somebody who blew away to interview and, and, basically passed Hubert and and Hubert also couldn't go in and just totally, you know, flunk his interview test, <laughs> you know, he had to have, <laughs> have a competent presentation. So I, I think all of those things factored in and, and he was able to stamp it and I, for one, personally, I know your listeners don't want to hear this, but I, <laughs> you, you guys can understand, being in the media, you hate when coaching searches drag on. So I, I, I applaud Bubba Cunningham for being able to get
2: this done quickly. <laughs> on a personal note there, huh?
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, I've, I've, I've been held hostage by some of those, and it's it's no fun. So, yeah, congratulations to you for encouraging Bubba <laughs> to get it done so quickly. Hey, Um Hubert, as you spoke about, you know Stackhouse. You talk about King Rice. You talk about Jared Haas. Uh, you're talking about guys who have sat in that big chair. Hubert yeah. Davis has not. How much of a drawback do you think that was or will be in certain factions of Tar Heel Nation?
1: Uh, I, in terms of the fan base, I think there's a lot of wait and see. Um, I think. Some people wanted to see a Wes Miller because he's had some success. Um, he's young. I think he's only 38 right now. Um, and out of the candidates right now, you know, I mean, he's he's one. They won the Southern Conference this year. He's, he's, he's had a, a track record there. Mm-hmm. Um, although, you know, obviously the Southern Conference isn't the ACC. So I, I, I think there there's some kind of uh, – uh anxiety if you will over if hubert will be able to get it done because he hadn't been in that that lead seat but i kind of feel like it's a bit um overstated the importance of having been a head coach before everybody had to get you know their start at some point and the thing that benefits hubert is he's He's not coming into a situation where he doesn't know the culture, where he doesn't, you know, know what's important, where he doesn't know the fan base. He, he obviously has been living it. Um, he's as a player and the past nine seasons as an assistant coach, he, he fully knows the expectations. It's not something where, he, you know, if Carolina brought somebody in from the outside, they would have to even as a head coach, you know, they would have to get used to those kind of things and, and, figure it out as they went along so the the main thing for hubert i think that's going to be critical for him moving forward especially into this first season is what kind of staff he puts in place i think there's going to be uh major changes you know i don't i don't think he's just going to have uh, steve robinson who was the lead assistant under roy to past 18 seasons here in chapel hill and and brad frederick who uh who has been on the staff i think uh, the last seven uh years uh, you're not you're not just gonna have those guys carry over. Um, I think it's going to be an entirely new staff, uh, but expect it to all be former Carolina uh, players or or you know people with connections to the program. So but that's gonna be critical for him moving forward because I, I would say Carolina's gotten a little bit stale to to recruits. Um, you know, Roy Williams was so steeped in tradition, right down to the offense he ran, you know, I mean, he still did a lot of freelance, uh, which is the system Dean Smith ran, but it, it, it doesn't utilize ball screens. It doesn't have uh, isolation in, in the way that the game is played today. You know, it it doesn't take a lot of those things into account and kids, kids want to do those things because that's what they do in the NBA. And, you know, that's the ultimate goal, right, for for every kid thinks they're going to play in the NBA, so they want to play in a system that will help them get there. So uh, he, he's got his work cut out for him, but I, I think he's prepared for the challenge. Whether he'll be successful or not, I don't know, but I do think he's had enough time uh, as an assistant coach. And he also coached the JV team at, at North Carolina. A lot of people don't know about the JV team, but um, they play a lot of Division three, uh, like prep school graduate, uh, roster programs. Um, obviously they didn't do it this year because of COVID, but it's allowed Hubert to kind of figure out who he is as a coach to work his own system and, and kind of, you know, he, he kind of has a game plan now. He's not going to go into his first game at North Carolina, never having made major decisions during the course of the game.
0: Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with C. L. Brown of the Raleigh News and Observer. Uh, C. L. Mo and I talked yesterday when we were talking about the the hiring of Hubert Davis and his age being at fifty one. That, that's that's a pretty, I, I guess that's that's a really solid number. You're not going to get, you know. 40 years out of him, but you can get a solid, you know, 15 or 20 out of a guy who's that age. Do you think that uh, the ability to get a decade and a half or two decades out of a coach was uh, important to North Carolina, or was it just hire the right guy and be done with it?
1: Um, Well, I I think it's both. (laughs) I think hiring the right guy until somebody who's going to be locked in place for a long time. Um, you know, besides the transition from Dean Smith to Bill Gretz to Matt Doherty, uh, it, it's it's not something that they want to do. I mean, it, it, in theory, when they hired Matt Doherty, that was also the plan, that he would just be coaching for a long time there and they could, you know, he could grow on the job uh, from, a, from a young guy into a, a grizzled veteran, you know, because um, he's only, uh, only about what, then eight, eight to ten years older than, than Hubert. I think he's about 58 or somewhere mm-hmm. in that range right now. So in theory, he would still be looking at another decade uh, of being on the sidelines in Carolina if everything would have worked out right. So, yeah, the, the, the way that they want to do it is stay in the family and stay for a long time. So um, Hubert is certainly set up on paper to do that.
0: Speaking of staying in the family, you mentioned that earlier, and they you want someone who goes and can trace back to the old country, a.k.a. Dean Smith. <laughs> in 20 years, that's not going to be possible unless you are tracing through Rory Williams. I mean, is that probably – do you think that that is the – the end goal. I mean, Roy Williams did win three national championships at at North Carolina. So, I mean, he's kind of, uh, the modern day legend at at that school, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Roy's, Roy's legacy. I think is kind of, uh, I don't think it's really fully appreciated even by Carolina fans at this moment. I think it'll take some years down the line. For people to look back, like wow, Roy really, Roy really did it when he was here. I mean, three national titles, five Final Fours in eighteen seasons. Um, he's, he's, I mean, all, <laughs> if we want to talk numbers, that's better than the guy down the road uh, at Duke during the same period. If we're comparing, so um, no one would I, do I that,
2: though, would Not, not in North <laughs> Carolina.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think there's. They always want more. Like I always think there was it wasn't a love hate affair, but I just feel like Roy wasn't fully appreciated for what he was doing. Like he made it look too easy or something. And, and I don't think Carolina fans really, really understood, understood what he was doing. But to get back to your question. Um, yes. As long as it's in house. Yes. Of course the, there'll come a time where um, no one will be left who have, has had, who played under Dean Smith, but, you know Roy Williams, obviously being being the next guy um, who had the long tenure. It, it, it will be uh, important for them to stay in house, and important to to trace back to uh, to Roy.
0: And Roy does trace back to Dean Smith, so I mean it, it's it's yeah, there. Yeah. I mean the the options there. I'm I was really surprised to hear that. Not surprised that Jerry Stackhouse interviewed. I, I didn't know that he had actually taken a meeting with. North Carolina, so that was news to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. I think it was on Saturday morning, if I'm not mistaken, um, when he when he did his interview. Uh, to my understanding, it wasn't in person, but um, but yeah, Saturday morning at ten thirty uh, was was his interview spot. I mean, I I do wonder if uh, honestly if if Jerry would have been a hotter quote unquote hotter candidate. Had he not taken the Vanderbilt job, because um, I felt like among the the boosters that matter <laughs> at North Carolina, um, his name was talked about a lot before he came back to college coaching as as somebody who would potentially replace Roy. Um, and I mean, he's he's still highly thought of too. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not like uh, these past two seasons just ruined his stock. But um, Dandy is a tough job. <laughs> And, and because he didn't make it to where, you know, obviously if he would have taken Vandy to two NCAA tournaments in, in his two years, um, you know, he could have kind of forced a hand for, for Bubba Cunningham. He would have been more of a clear cut, oh, this guy is trending upward kind of deal. But, um, but because that hadn't happened yet, uh, you know, um, I guess it was a, an easier decision to make and, and just, uh, stick with what was in front of him at, in Hubert.
2: We're speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with C.L. Brown of the Raleigh News and Observer. And, C.L., so basically what you're saying is Jerry might have been hotter at Carolina had he not been a college coach than that's, with the two years that's, that he has spent?
1: You know, that's just my personal opinion of it. Yeah. But, yes, yes. Hmm. I mean, he. I, I felt like his buzz, uh, he, you know, again, am, among the – kind of people that matter at Carolina um who who might have who might factor into a decision of a changing coach um his name was definitely hot (laughs) a couple of years ago yeah um but you know it's cooled off since then
2: well you are right Vanderbilt is a tough job particularly over the last little bit um both on the men's and women's side as it turns out but at any rate um (laughs) C. L. Brown of the Raleigh News and Observer visiting with us and dropping a little knowledge regarding the um, Hubert Davis hire as Roy Williams' successor um, comp- news conference later this afternoon. Is that correct? Yeah, uh,
1: two o'clock Eastern time. Okay, I'm so sure that coming that'll, up here. Pretty
2: so. Yeah, coming up here soon. I'm sure you got to get ready for it, man. We're gonna cut you loose, but um, appreciate your time and um, thanks for visiting with us here for
1: a little bit. Anytime. Appreciate you guys having me. All right.
0: There you have it. C.L. Brown on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Talking Hubert Davis and North Carolina hoops. That was that was informative and very helpful. When we come back, it's Top 5 Tuesday. We're going to give you our Top 5 Road Trip Snacks on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee. Bone & Joint.